0: Where is, put on for me, where is uh, Elijah, Elisha? It is um, two kings, two kings. So with the garments. Whenever the Bible speaks of a garment, it's speaking of a mantle. When the Bible speaks of a mantle, it's speaking of in the Hebrew word, and Apostle Neville can correct me, he is uh, much better than me in this, but I, I believe it is called Adir. An adir, which speaks of a covering and a mantle. So when we do, we first see in Scripture a garment taking place. The Bible says in Genesis 1 verse 1, put it on Genesis 1 verse 1. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, next verse, and the earth was without form and void and darkness upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, don't move if I haven't moved, and the Spirit of God, Moved upon the face of the waters. Next verse. And God said, Let there be light. Go one verse back. Uh, Put in the King James Version for me. Or put in the New King James, sorry. Let me see what it says in the New King James. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Meaning that the Spirit of God was like a mantle and like a covering. Upon the waters. Are you guys with me? The Spirit of God can only be upon blood. Which tells you blood was in the water already there. And we know how blood came in and where Lucifer fell. But the Holy Ghost can only rest upon someone who is cleansed by blood. So what does the blood do? It comes and it cleans us of dead conscience. And the Lord said to me tonight, I will cause my blood to work a deep work so that the garments can shift and a new garment can come upon them. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. The blood is going to do a work and it's going to remove a guilty conscience of dead works and works in a subconscious. It's going to cause deliverance to take place. It is by the blood. The Bible says, By His blood, He made way for us once and for all. Meaning once saved, truly saved, once and for all. The blood made a way to enter, but the blood made access because once the blood comes on you, it is a garment that rests on you. And you can put the Lord Jesus Christ on, like a garment. That's with Go with me to Two Kings, chapter number two. I'm preaching with nothing prepared. I'm just going as the Lord is, as the Lord is leading me. Uh, because we're gonna pray, and I and I want the Spirit of God to pray. I mean to to minister to you tonight. Seventh again, say change of garments. There are seven heavens. Okay, there are not three heavens. There are seven heavens. If you really study Scripture, there are 11 dimensions. There's atmospheric heaven, galactic heaven, cosmic heaven. There's the eternal realm. There's the everlasting realm. There's the earthly realm, the spiritual realm, and the heavenly realm. So there are five different realms. There are 11 different dimensions. There are seven heavens. When we would see when Isaiah In Isaiah 66 verse 1 was, as as Apostle Neville was preaching, that he said, In the day that Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. For Isaiah to have been lifted up, there had to be a change of garment. Listen to me. Joshua was a high priest. Uh, There was a vision of Joshua as the high priest. And the Bible said, As he stood in front of the throne of God, Satan was standing in his right hand, the accuser, and wanted to dirty his garments. And the Lord said, change his garments and put on a clean turban upon his head, clean garments around him, meaning that garments gives a person access, gives a person the ability to stand in the presence. Adam lost his garments because a voice whispered to him, And when he opened up his eyes and he realized a voice whispered, he looked and him and Eve saw they were naked. Because a garment was removed. Because he listened to another voice. The moment you listen to another voice, garments of righteousness is tried to be removed from you. To make you believe that you have sinned or you have this or you have that. And the Lord is saying, no, no, no. I have made you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So Adam lost his garments. Why do I say he lost it? Because God had to make him new ones. Genesis 3, the Bible says, God made an animal skin, garments, and covered him. Are you guys with me? Let's go to Kings chapter number two. And I'm going to just say what the Lord is saying to me. So you need garments to, to access realms. You need garments to, you need garments. We see Enoch. The Bible says that Enoch changed garments. He intertwined with the Lord. Enoch walked so close to God that suddenly he was not for the Lord took him. Jesus' garments changed on the Mount of Transfiguration. Matthew 17 verse 3. The Bible says that his clothes shone as bright as the sun. Which means when they looked at him, they saw a change of garments. Are you guys with me? Hmm. Let's go to to Kings chapter number 2. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here please, for the Lord has sent me onto Bethel. Now I'm just going to read, I'm not going to preach on every little verse because I want to get to a point. He said, stay here. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you not know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. We need people like that that can say, "Uh, Shut up. There was a reason why Elisha was called by name. And the other sons were only called sons. There's a reason why Elisha had a name in the Bible, but all the others were unknown sons. You have unknown sons and you have known sons. You can choose. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here. Please, for the Lord has sent me unto Jericho. But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets, sons of the prophets are always problems. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, do you not know that the Lord will take away your master from over you? Check how accurate they could prophesy. They knew when Elijah was being taken. In fact, if you study scripture, Elijah would appear and reappear, disappear and appear in places. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me unto Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood, facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan, say with me, at a distance. There are sons at a distance, and then there are those ones who has a name that says, I shut myself to every other voice. For as long as your soul lives, as long as you live, I will never leave you. But something hasn't shifted with Elisha yet. Now, Elijah took his mantle, rolled it, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when that crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said to him, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, It shall not be so. Say, if you see me. It's speaking of having a perception. Elisha had to have a, he's not saying just when you look at me, because the other sons of the prophets were looking from a distance. They were looking at him. But when the Bible says, when you see me, how do you see me spiritually? As I said with Centurion, we are to rebuke this thing for two weeks, Apostle Nebel. With the spirit of familiarity. That is a demonic spirit. And what it does is it stops you from receiving at all. It eliminates you from the anointing. What are the sons of the prophets do? They said to Elisha, do you know that your master is going to be taken? Just leave him. Be familiar like us. Come. Watch him from a distance. Don't go through death, Jordan. Are you guys with me? Don't go through Jordan, which is death. Don't die. Watch from a distance where it is safe. Because the moment the mantle strikes Jordan and the waters go this way and that, death is taken. speaking of, uh, what is it, a baptism. Are you guys with me? Going through it. When Jesus was baptized in the river Jordan, The the heavens opened for him. Why was he baptized in Jordan? Because he had to fulfill the following of Elisha and Elijah. Elijah is a type of Christ. Elisha is a type of the church. So when Elijah went up, and the adir, the mantle came down. It is the mantle that came down at the river Jordan when Jesus was baptized which is the Holy Ghost because there's one mantle which is the Holy Ghost. The Christos, Christ never left the earth. Christ is on the earth. Jesus went to heaven and Christos came down. But Christos rests upon a person. That's why Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. So Elisha said, I will not leave you, but Elijah said, when you see me, meaning Elisha, when the eyes of your spirit is open, And you can actually recognize the gifts that the devil wants to blind you from and bring familiarity. You cannot, you are eliminated from receiving anything. Where we put on the verse? So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me, say with me, see. If you see me with a spiritual eye, when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. Who saw the angel on my live stream? Raise your hands. Let me see where we're on. I know not many people follow our live streams. That's okay. Because it means the angel of the Lord is here. When he visits me in the afternoon like that and not leaving me, he is here. Which means that when we pray for Lloyd the angel is here. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot where we know a chariot of fire appeared which is if you understand the chariots and the chariot riders, and if you understand how prophets travel, prophets move with a chariot. Uh, I can get into some other things, but they're going to call me new age. Chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father. The chariot of Israel and its horsemen. He doesn't say my father, my father and the chariot. He recognized in the spirit. Not only that Elisha was his father, but he recognized the gift that Elisha carried. Because Apostle Neville, Elisha would travel by a chariot. He would appear in a place And then He would disappear. And then the Bible says in another place, He would appear and He would be there. And then He would disappear. Because He was what we call a chariot rider. Isaiah 60 verse 8. Put on Isaiah 60 verse 8. What do we do when we pray and we are suddenly in someone's house? What do I do when we prophesy and I feel like I'm standing in someone's house? Even before I came to the service, I saw I was in someone's house. I haven't even got them out yet. We haven't prophesied yet on them. It's a visitor, somebody I don't know. I have to wait for the finger of God. And I was in their house. And I saw their mother sitting in their house while they were here in the service. Who are these who fly like a cloud and like doves to their roosts? Who are these that fly like a cloud? Who are these that are cloud riders, that has the ability to travel by a chariot of fire? And Elijah said to Elisha, Elisha, you need to be able to perceive the gift of God in me before you can have a portion of my spirit. Unless you perceive, you cannot qualify for this. And this is the... This is the error that the church fall in in the new covenant. They think there's no more mantles. Paul said, "As you follow me, I follow Christ. As I follow Christ, follow me." God uses a man to bring a destiny. God uses a man to bring access. Are you guys with me? Well, we put on on the put on the scripture Isaiah. Sorry, two kings, two kings. And Elisha sword and he cried, "My father, my father!" the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. He said, my father, my father, you are the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. Mm. You are the orphanum that moves the wheels of the chariots. This is the gift that God has placed in you. And because I recognize it, I receive it. And he took a hold of his, uh, so he saw him no more. And he took a hold of his own clothes. So with me garments. He took a hold of his old identity. His clothes that the enemy has clothed him with. And he tore them into two pieces. Listen to me. Elisha was unknown before this moment. Pastor Stephan was unknown. Until we laid hands on him here. I didn't make him. God made them, But our churches are coming. They contact me. I'm not going to say the church name, but there are many around the world. They said, is it, who's that pastor tear from that's just casting out demons? It's in Australia. It's here. It's there. It's there. The oil that anoints you, the vessel that anoints you, is the vessel that will make a way and give you access Elisha was unknown before this moment and he said I remove my garments my old garments and I tore them into two pieces the veil was rent into two pieces he also looked up to the man he, sorry he also took up the mantle he took up the adhered, he took up the ma- the, the garment of Elijah that had fallen from him And he went back and he stood by the bank of the Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. And he struck the water. And he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Not where is my God. Paul says, I pray to my God. That my God shall supply your needs. Not your God. You can only access a revelation. Listen, do you know why the church is going nowhere? Because they have a revelation of God themselves. You can only, you need to see, Paul is saying, if you access into your own God, same God, but a revelation, you will have no finances. But I pray to my God, not your God, not our Father. I pray to my God, that He shall supply all your needs. Meaning Elisha stood by the river Jordan and he tried to split it and nothing happens. That is why he asked the question, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Because then he took the mantle and he said, I saw this before. I'm doing it again. But I'm doing it by the tool of the anointing that's been given to me. Elisha, when he took the mantle of Elijah, The moment he struck Jordan, the moment he struck death, the mantle protected him from death. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You think it is because God loves you because you are alive. God loves little children that is dying of hunger as well. God's love doesn't protect you. It's the mantle that protects you. It's the garment. It's the adir that protects. It's the mantle that protects you. Are you guys with me? It's the mantle that protects you. The moment somebody shifts like this out of the mantle, what happens? Death. Death. so many scriptures on that one. Ah, let's go. Jonathan, no, no, no. Uh, David, no, Moses stood next to Aaron. Let me read you the verse. Are you guys with me? Go with me to Numbers 20, verse 28. Numbers 20, verse 28. Moses stripped Aaron of his garments, his mantle, and put On Elihazar, his son, and Aaron died there on top of the mountain. The moment the mantle was lifted, the effort was lifted, death came. Jonathan and David, the moment Jonathan left David like this, the Bible says he was killed importation is what we call in the Greek metadidomai which means to be with and then be part of but if I change the with I remove the part that is why many are called but few are chosen but many make a mistake they are called and want to go do a ministry and they never sent God backs a sent one He doesn't back a called one because everyone here is called. He backs a sent one. When you are called, your church stays 40 people. When you are sent, Bible says, people are putting on Facebook, you're speaking heresy, you're speaking error when I make that statement. Read the book of Acts. 3,000 was added. This was added. We are planning the church here, but what is happening? We're sending pastors Stephen out. We go there. The last conference was almost 1,000 people in his building. Then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. Do not underestimate the mantles that God forms in this place. A mantle is formed. A mantle is shaped until it fits you. And when it fits you, there's a time and a moment when you will be sent with the backing of heaven. But God does not cover cold ones. He covers sent ones. God does not prosper called ones, He prospers sent ones. Listen to me. If you are sent in the purpose and the promise of God, that's why I say stay in the corporate world until you can step into the personal world. But how do you stay in the corporate world? You're in a church that is apostolic, that is prophetic. You're in a church that the anointing and the supernatural is, where the presence is. Are you guys with me? Let's go back to Kings. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water. And he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And the water went this way and that. And Elisha crossed over. He moved over death. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw... Him. they said the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha and they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him the mantle will give you honor that must never be abused do you know how many enemies I've had that came and kneeled before me The mantle will cover and protect you, but the mantle will bring an honor to you. Don't be a called one that is not a sent one. Be somebody or a son that can go the distance. Moses, oh sorry, Abraham had sons, servants that stayed afar off. Then he had a son that went the mountain with him all the way to the top. He had Ishmael and he had Isaac. And the Lord says, I don't even know about Ishmael. I do not recognize him. But take your only begotten son and kill him so that I can multiply him. Until you can embrace death, you will never be fruitful and multiply. The Lord will use me or use the pastors or use somebody to kill you. I know it's not a gospel that people want to hear. The moment I see a wheat of grain falls, a grain of wheat falls to the ground and it dies, it bears much fruit. The moment it dies, it bears much fruit. God will force death into your life, whether you can receive it or not. Whether you can allow it or not, but the moment you allow it to take its full work, like Paul says, death works in us, so that life can work in you. Death works in me, so that life can come from the pulpit and life can come into people. Are you guys with me? And they bow to the ground before. Him. Now, listen to this. Let's go to the next verse. Then they said to him, "Look now." There are 50 strong men with servants. Please let them go and search for your master. Lest perhaps the spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or some into some valley. They knew Elijah was traveling by chariots. And he said, you shall not send anyone. But when you urged him till he was ashamed, he said, send them. Therefore they sent 50 men and they searched for three days but did not find him. It's the type of Christ. And when they came back to him, for he had said to Jericho, he said to them, did I not say to you, do not go? Let's carry on. Then the man of the city said to Elisha, please notice the situation of the city is pleasant as my Lord sees. But the water is bad and the ground is barren. And he said, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast salt there and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this waters. From it there shall be no more death or barrenness. Listen to me. Elisha worked no miracle before this. Once the mantle came on him, he could bring healing to the waters. Once people understand the change of garments, there will be a healing of waters even that will be taking place in this place. And the Lord said to me, "The enemy is off to the garments, because Potiphar's wife grabbed Joseph's garments. Joseph's brothers grabbed his garments and took it to the father. Jesus, they caused the lots to take the garments. Are you guys with me? The lady with the issue of blood was. Bleeding until she saw Jesus and she never touched Him. She touched the garment because there's power in a garment. And the Bible says that even God has a garment upon His life, a zeal and a garment around Him of passion and fire. A garment of vengeance the Lord is covered in. And He says to take off depression, put on a garment of praise. Meaning, how do I deal with a spirit of depression? I take it off and I put on a garment of praise. So Joseph, when Joseph was pulled to Pharaoh's position, the Bible says they took him into a room and they said, let him shave and let him put on a new garment. Because the moment you stand before the king, before Pharaoh, Joseph, your garments must be shifted, must be changed. You cannot stand in the presence of greatness unless there's a change of garments. Lazarus, you are raised from the dead, but you have grave clothes on you and it's limiting your movement and you cannot move until the garments and the grave clothes is removed. So Jesus resurrected Lazarus, but the clothes still bound him. Listen to me. There are people here whose garments are binding them. And the devil looks at your identity. A judge can only make a decree once they have their cloak and their garment on. Are you guys with me? Say with me, put on. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Say with me again. Say, put on. The Bible says, arise and shine meaning you arise and shine for your light has come for the glory of the lord is risen it is something that you actively do to say i choose to get rid of this garment and i receive like jesus listen where did jesus receive his first garments in luke chapter number 4 verse 18 the bible says he stood and he opened up the book of Isaiah, the scroll, and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, it is like a clothing that takes place. The Bible says in Luke 24 verse 49, Wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. Meaning power is a garment that clothes you what does the devil see when they look at you do they see garments of death garment, or do they look and see garments of light when you walk in that the Bible says arise and shine for your light has come for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you and when they see your light when they see your garments of light nations and Gentiles shall come and the wealth of Gentiles shall come to you and the ships of Tarshish shall come to you Wealth comes to light. Do you know how somebody is truly delivered when you see their clothing changes? When they're no longer dressed like yesterday. Just stand to your face. When they're no longer dressed like yesterday. The demoniac, when he was delivered, he was dressed in his right mind. Are you guys with me? The prodigal son. When He came back to the Father, the Bible says the Father put on a new robe upon Him. Until you receive a new robe, you cannot have access. You feel weighed down, you feel depressed because there's garments. What happens in the occult, in witchcraft? Or in rituals, they put on garments to do a ritual. If you've ever been initiated you would have dreams of red garments. Those in this place that have dreams of red garments, you're gonna be delivered tonight when we lay hands on you. When a police officer wants to arrest you, you stop because you see his uniform and his garment. There's a garment in the Spirit that the Lord has for you. And the Lord said to me, Tell Encounter that the old wineskin is being pulled off and a new garment, a new wineskin is being put on. A Kainos wineskin is being put on, a Kainos creation. For no one takes a new garment and puts a patch of an old garment onto that new garment but they put a complete new garment. And He said to me, there's people here that has not let go of their garments. For I will deliver them tonight and the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon them. For there shall be a season and a time of refreshing. For a new mantle and a fresh mantle is coming upon them. Fresh oil is coming upon them and they shall not be like David that is trying to take the mantle of the old where King Saul tried to give him his clothing, but I will form a mantle to shift and shape them, says the Spirit of the Lord. For the Lord is saying, the old has gone and the old has passed away and the new has come. For all things are old, all things are gone and all things have become new and you are a new creation in Christ. Say with me, I'm a new creation. Say, Kainos creation. Raise your hands to the Lord, raise your hands to the Lord. Listen, the Spirit of the Lord is still gonna fall in this place. Pray with me, say, Heavenly Father, I receive tonight new garments. I remove the adornments of religion, the garments of religion in Jesus mighty name. Say with me, say, I remove soul's garments. I put on my father's dream coats. Say, I put on garments of royalty to access dimensions to access your presence in Jesus mighty name listen listen Corinthians says before you enter into immortality you will put off the body of mortality and you will put on incorruptibility you will put on immortality you will put down the earthy and you'll put on the heavenly. Meaning that for you to go from one dimension, for man to go from the flesh, from, from this realm into the realm of the eternal, he has to put on a body. Are you guys with me? As you're standing, one more verse. Go with me. I think it is uh, like uh, uh Philippians three verse twenty-one. Philippians three verse twenty-one. We're gonna pray that for you just now. We're gonna get to things now. So if your new garments. go one verse back. Let me see something. For our citizenship is in heaven, not will be your citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the savior the lord jesus christ who will transform our lowly body and this verse is very confusing because if you preach it in new creation realities it is a present situation i'll prove it with the return you see there are three returns apostle neville there's three returns of the lord jesus christ Wait, yeah. He came when He was born. The second time after His resurrection. The third return is actually what we are waiting for. So many promises were fulfilled already by His second coming. The churches say we're waiting for His second coming and I understand that. Actually, it's His third coming. And there has been many comings. There has been many theophanies who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed His glorious body. Say with me, His glorious body. According to the working by which He is able even to subdue all things to Himself. Meaning, the moment you shift garments is the moment things come under your subjection. Go to Corinthians 3, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 16. He says you will be changed into His glorious body, conformed to His glorious body. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Next verse. Now the Lord is Spirit, with where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Next verse. But we all with an unveiled face, beholding, say with beholding, not will behold, you are beholding as in a mirror. The glory of the Lord and you are being transformed, changed into that same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord, for He is the firstborn of many brethren as we are conformed into the image of the Son. The Bible says that as He is in heaven, so are we. In this world, say with me, so are we. In this world, I prophesy to you that there is a glorious body to you already right now. There's a change of garments that is shifting. And the moment the garments are shifting, things will come under subjection. Prosperity will come to your life. Things will shift in your business. You will have access into His presence. Raise your hands, raise your hands. Say with me, say Holy Ghost, change my garments tonight. Say, I choose to remove the old and to put on the new. Say, I choose to tear off the old and put on the new in Jesus Christ's name. God, let's give a praise offering. Move away have your seats we're going to pray for you still serve in new garments I'm just saying what the Lord is telling me to say and I didn't prepare for. I was just really I stood here and the Lord said tell the church new garments are coming to them And the moment we're going to pray and do an anointing service tonight, a ring of fire, we haven't done it for long. We haven't done it for long. The moment we pray and lay hands on you, I pray for a fresh anointing to come on you. Fresh oil to come on you. That you'll be clothed in new garments. Clothed in new garments. The armor of the Lord. That you will put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that there will be no familiarity in this atmosphere. There will be no familiarity in this atmosphere. That you will be able to partake of the gift in every way possible. Every way that you will benefit of the gift that is in this place and the gifts. Myself, Apostle Neville, Pastor Stefan, whatever your need is, pull it from this dimension and say, I'm changing tonight in every aspect. I believe by way of revelation that my garments are being changed, that my robes are being changed. And the garments that the Lord gives you determines your height and your ascension. Some He will give great garments. Some He will give different garments. It's gifts, it's purpose. Jacob said to his family before he reached Bethel, He said, change your garments when we get to Bethel, because we cannot enter the open heaven with the garments that we are. He said to Moses, Moses, take off the sandals of your feet because you're standing on holy ground. You have illegal garments on. You You cannot stand in the presence. In the book of Revelation, he says, you will clothe these and give them garments and robe, white robes because they are to stand in a certain place in heaven that requires a certain garment. That's why many have not been able to access certain, certain realms, because they're holding on to all the garments. And the Lord is saying, I cannot pour out new wine into old wineskins. I can only pour out new wine into kinos, new wineskins, in Jesus' name.